Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, Truman Jones is on News Radio WGNS. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, we've got uh, a special subject today. Karen Hudson's been on, I think, every ever since we've been doing uh, and, and representing the. Uh, Dudettes of, of uh, the American Revolution. It, well, is that correct? Is it the dudettes? It's the daughters. Oh, the daughters. How did I get that so mixed up? Oh, my goodness. And and you guys are really so special. I shouldn't be calling you guys because, for the most part, we you don't, don't like us. So, I, mean, but, I like you. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, but we kept you guys in, in bondage for many, many years. How, how in the world could we have mistreated a bunch of ladies that are we know that are a whole lot more superior than we are how did that happen i don't think it was mistreated but to tell you the truth there was actually a whole group organized group of women that were opposed to it so there were women that wanted women to vote and there were women who were opposed to women getting the vote and they had a very uh highly organized group of them an association Mm -hmm. Do you think that the ladies back then um, were treated as nicely as the ladies are today? Uh, sometimes uh, you, you can, if you stand up for what you believe is right, sometimes it becomes an aggressive type situation. You, you know what I'm talking right, about. Right, right. The lady, I like my, my grandmother. My grandmother was the sweetest uh, person that ever lived on this earth outside of Jesus. I mean, she really was. She she never thought about herself during the whole 90-something years that she lived. She was out trying to do things for other people. Yeah. And, and, and I guess that was probably a little bit of the attitude that you're talking about, the ones that were against uh, uh, having the voting rights and all those other things. I think a lot of, from what I've read and understand, is they felt like maybe it would be the destruction of the family, that the women uh, would get out and get involved in politics yeah. and the, the harmony and you know, the home would be disrupted in some ways. That's that's what I think some of them, from the things I've read about, uh, that's well, what they thought. Well, have we seen over the years, they weren't too far right in some <laughs> cases because... The moms were the one that kept the family straight, and and, uh, the education that you learned from your mother uh, was pretty special. I mean, it really was. They were actually the first teacher in your life. Right, and I think they just felt like that would be threatened, and so they were, you know, really involved with that. And, And, you know, this started, although it's been 100 years since women got the vote with the amendment, it it was a 70 plus year struggle mm-hmm. so people that started with this like susan b anthony did not live to see it happen yeah so 
I was going to yeah, say. Marzi. I, I Marzi was, Woodward. Thank you. I was going to say, too, some of the women were opposed to it because they said women would have to serve on juries. They might be called to serve in the military, and they did not feel that that should be a woman's role. So that was some of the issue, too, um, why women didn't want women to have the right to vote. That was some of the things going on in their heads as well. Do you think realistically that the roles of men and women should probably be separated uh, as, as far as, I, I know that some reach over and, and go beyond. Uh, who would ever thought we would have lady uh, uh, fighter pilots <laughs> and, 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 and on the front line? I mean, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I was not happy when, when, that, when they made that decision because you're putting people on the front line that uh, may and may not be able to take those type of pressures and things that are maybe not even in, in a hand-to-hand -hand combat fight, may not be able to live up to those things. In, uh, in, in, in law enforcement, uh, I have found that the ladies do quite well, e even under extreme conditions. So, um, er, um, you know, each person is, is not always equal to another person where it, it, it's a sex thing or, or right. whatever, the sex differences. Well, I, and I would say, too, I know within my own family, there were some men who fought in some of the wars and they came back uh, mentally um, not the same. And yeah. they ended up taking their lives and they left their families during the Depression times. And the woman had to carry the burden of raising families of five and a farm, you know, so it's, it's just, I think it's individually, you know, where that person is, if they're able to handle the pressures, etc. And yeah. I think they do a good job in, in, in such cases as fighter pilots or whatever they determine if, you know, um, if they're mentally able to manage those tasks. Mm -hmm. So what are we talking about today, Karen? Well, we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on with the suffrage celebrations this year. I don't like that word. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, which person was suffering, the man or the woman? Suffrage. S-U-F-F-R-A-G-E. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but Able I don't. I don't. I don't I know. read that into that. I know. <laughs> That's, that's what it was. And it's, you know, it's one of the defining moments in history. And yeah. I know a lot of people say that they didn't uh, win the right to vote. They, they claimed it. Mm -hmm. They took that right uh, through, through a lot of hard work. I think about the same time the League of Women Voters was started, about the same time that the amendment passed. And, you know, Tennessee is known as the perfect 36 mm -hmm. because you had to have, uh, at the time we had 48 states. Mm -hmm. So you needed 36 to ratify an amendment. And it was at the 11th hour, I'm sure you know this story, in Nashville, mm -hmm. uh, that, they, that one of the legislators changed his vote, the youngest one, Harry T. Byrne, mm -hmm. who I have to say was a friend of our family, friend oh, of my dad's. Cool. Anyway, um, changed his vote from being against it to being for it. And, and that's, what, that's what passed mm -hmm. on August 18th. 1920. So we're coming up on that anniversary. It hasn't been that long ago. No. Nope, it hasn't. Years. It yeah. hasn't. So yeah. I was thinking my grandmother, my father's mother, was born in 1886. So she was, you know, a young woman when she, yeah. and had had a couple of kids before she had the opportunity to vote. Wow. And they were really uh, 
wanting that to happen because the presidential election was that year. So they, they felt if we don't get it this year, it, it's going to drag on. And so they really pushed for that. And the Hermitage Hotel in Nashville was a hotbed of activity. Yes. And it's kind of interesting that both sides were there, mm-hmm. the pros and the antis at the same hotel. So you can imagine how contentious that was. And Marzee was talking earlier about uh, Jack the Daniel. Jack Daniels mm-hmm. uh, connection there. You might yeah. want to share well, that. Well, I was just saying that they, you know, this also was tied in quite a bit to um, women did not like it that their their husbands would take all, you know, earn the money and then they would go out and spend it on alcohol and then the family could not afford food or they weren't able to pay the rent. And so women were against, um, you know, al- alcohol. And so Jack Daniels, what they did would was set up booths in the hotel and such where uh, uh, Jack Daniels was free flowing 24 hours a day uh, there at the Hermitage. And so um, it became very... You know, that was a powerful lobbyist at that time. And so it, it was. It was a very difficult race that was going on between those two. And, and when the when it was won and Harry T. Byrne, you know, changed his vote there at the end because of a note that he had in his pocket from his mom, um, he, he, I mean, shots were fired, fights broke out, and he escaped through an open window because he knew that he was going to be in trouble for changing his vote there at the the very last. And now I think, the fight that broke out, was that between the men and the women? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was the legislators. Yeah, the legislators got really... Well, would, would the ladies be in there drinking? Uh, um, I don't I think don't they think, let them Yeah, in they, didn't. They, they didn't. Women did not have the rights that they do now, no. Well, that was a health issue. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you, we're on the radio, so you can't see that, but we both Marzi and I both have on yellow roses, yes. which was the symbol. And yes. you've got of a the yellow mic that goes. That's right. Oh yeah, I got a yellow yeah. mic. Yeah. <laughs> and it go, it goes with that means you were for women's yeah. getting the right to vote. If you had a red rose on, you were against it. So you could easily see the different legislators how they were going to vote based on what they had on, and they would meet some of the uh, ladies working both sides would meet the trains coming in, and they would you know see what they were doing, see what they could do to change people's votes. They had, they people. knew down to the, you know, how many votes they had. And Harry Byrne had on a red rose. And so they they were shocked when he changed his vote at the end. Would, would it have been as controversial uh, what was going on then? Would, would it be very similar to all the things, the protests and, and, well, and it's the things that are going on right now? It's interesting. I would say yes, because yeah. in the um, August 3rd issue of the Christian Science Monitor Weekly Magazine, the whole thing is de- devoted to a century mm-hmm. of women's suffrage. And it says right here why we wrote this. Uh, the fight for women's suffrage is one of the defining civil rights struggles in U.S. history, cutting to the heart of what democracy means. Yet the themes of a century ago seem ripped from today's headlines. Voting rights, inequality, dark money, states' rights, and racism. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I'd say yes. Yes. So, But so Marzi can tell you about some of the local things that mm-hmm. we're celebrating here with our chapter. She's our chairman yes. for things well, we like just, that. We had, with our DAR chapter, the Colonel Artie Murphy chapter, we just did a um, tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're on your show. Uh, we're going to be posting um, signs in, hopefully, the downtown stores will let us do that. 
that goes along with saying that we su they support the 19th Amendment, mm -hmm. but also we have Constitution Week coming up next month, so we're going to be putting up signs, you know, combining those two since the 19th Amendment is part of the Constitution. Um, because we cannot go into schools this year due to the COVID virus, we're going to be putting together a YouTube video about the um, 19th Amendment, and so that teachers are going to be able to show that in their classrooms, and I'm going to be ha put together a Jeopardy game that they can do t that follows up with the video, and our hope is um, that, well, tomorrow I will sign a, uh, well, we had um, Mayor Ketron sign a proclamation about the 19th did Amendment. Have, did he have a mask on? I, I don't know. We'll see no, tomorrow. Yeah. And then we're going to, uh, we, I'm getting my picture made with him for our, our uh, magazine uh, or our newsletter. Um, and then we're going to. Um, um, uh, You've got the library but, display. We, we got the library display and we're also doing. I, um, well, it left my head there for just a second. Oh, the rose bushes. We're wanting to plant yellow rose bushes in, you know, in memory of this big event of 100 years, which when you think about it, Karen was talking about um, that, you know, it was 75 years beforehand was when there was a lot of work uh, that started on women's suffrage or women's right to vote. But even before then, when you think about... Um, Abigail Adams was trying with uh, John Adams saying, we need you to, um, when you're writing the Constitution, when she was talking to her husband, she, he said, re, she said to him, remember the ladies. And I think I talked about this before. And he was saying, this, that makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. You know, because she was saying, we deserve you know, rights equal to men. Yeah. And because they didn't, they weren't allowed to become educated. Um, they couldn't hold jobs. They couldn't, um, nothing belonged to them, even their own bodies. Yeah. The man was the one that was in charge of everything. And the reason that you might want to explain why we had a T, what was the importance of a T? Well, that's good. That's a good point. We had Paula Casey, um, who came from Memphis, uh, they had done a, a big um, display at one of the Memphis museums about women's suffrage, and she talked about that. But what happened, uh, before this all got started, um, I guess it would be, let's see, 100, 175 years ago, mm -hmm. is when they, one of the ladies, Jane Hunt, had a invited some of the ladies that came uh, came to her house and they had a tea party. See, women's, women used to have tea parties all the time and they would talk about, you know, so, as social events and husbands didn't suspect a thing. And so they would have their tea party. But what they were doing while they had that, they were planning what they were going to do to earn the right to vote and to earn, you know, to be able to have a say in their own lives. And so when Jane Hunt had this party, Tea Party and some of the women like uh, Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucreta Mott uh, came, they all, they decided we're going to have a convention at Seneca Falls, New York, and we're going to start this process. So of, that wasn't uh, in Boston? No. no. <laughs> so we're going to start this right to vote. And so the men didn't suspect a thing. They started this, had we this tea party. Yeah. <laughs> so they had this tea party and planned. And so that's become something of a, a symbol. So we had the tea party as our way of saying, you know, from just this tea party started a whole movement. 
you know, you guys were a little bit behind in how you handle things like that, though, because just think now, you all the statues and monuments of men, <laughs> you could have those taken down, yeah. destroyed, and, 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 and then we would only see the ladies. Oh, afterwards. I know. Well, uh, they finally all got... The, all the accomplishments that you've had. Yeah. Can you imagine having four ladies at Mount Rushmore? Yeah. <laughs> Who would you select? Oh, I don't know. That I, don't, would be... I, I like Mount Rushmore as yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But they're, and, and they finally put together statues here in the state of Tennessee that have, you know, women suffrage leaders. And, and they're throughout the state, ones that had something to do in our state with gaining rights to vote for women. I mean, they're actually going to dedicate one when, you're right. Tuesday morning. It's yeah. going to be, you have, to, you have to watch it online, but yeah. they're going to have a de dedication of, of the monument in nashville yes yeah there's one in memphis there's one in knoxville i think mm -hmm. they're getting ready to have one in clarksville so different communities are are having monuments um, you know to and, this. And before all of this karen I, I know that the ladies were the real strength of the families mm -hmm. and we can go all the way back to world war one world war two and and all the way through uh korea vietnam and, and those special things but if it wasn't for the ladies the families could not stay uh, as one, it, mm -hmm. it, they were the ones that uh, were behind the the uh, the GI that was out there sure. fighting on the uh, home front, mm -hmm. and he he couldn't even be out there. I know, uh, I, I everybody that has had great responsibilities, I can remember. I, there's no way. I, I mean, you could compare it. it, it it's not even uh, close. But when I was sheriff, I couldn't have done anything without Jackie. I mean, it was just. Uh, without her support and, and standing behind me the whole time. And, right. and, and, and that's one of the things that I think about as far as what their particular duties were. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. It, I, I, I can't even uh, uh, imagine. I, I know that you need your uh, freedom and, and your need to be out there doing the things that God uh, wanted you to do. But it's it, it still, I, I think of, the support issue is the strongest for me. It is, and you know, you think, you mentioned, you know, pe people serving yeah. overseas and in public office, and I've heard many of them say, I mean, families are serving. Yeah. You may have one member overseas, but yeah. the family on the home front is serving just yeah. like they are. Yeah. Like yeah. you mentioned in your family, when you're in public office, your family is kind of in public office too yeah, they're they serving are. too yeah they didn't get elected about it they're not elected but they're in public office right there with you and, yeah. and supportive so i've heard many many people say that so yeah uh you know one of the few times i've ever been mad about somebody that deserved a position who was a lady and did not get it uh you know who i'm talking about because i know the person that's really started uh uh, the, the the drug schools uh, in, in the county and uh, it, it was amazing how much work this young lady put in to help get that started and didn't even get an honorable mention I mean uh, that that's one of the things that really tore me up well I'm glad and, you're always on my team <laughs> thank you yeah. but but it, but it is I mean it, it, it can be a um, a gut-wrenching thing to to know that you have uh, literally started something and nobody even looks your way. Mm. But it happens all the time. But it's a very it? successful.
program now, and that's what's important. It is very successful, and it has helped a lot of people. It has. It has. And uh, I, I knew I knew the work that you had put in. I mean, it was it it was almost twenty four hours a day getting it started. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and that was one of the things about the suffrage movement too, um, because they suspended it. Uh, you know what they were women suspended what they were trying to do mm-hmm. when different wars began and what um but it was interesting because women were called upon to do, start the victory gardens they were yeah. called upon to work in the factories and they were called upon to save you know ration food and to save the all you know American all kinds of girls baseball team the, the, right. they did all, they did all the different things but as yeah. soon as the war was over they were like Go back to doing, you know, being barefoot and pregnant or whatever. And so it was just, you know, they women were like, wait a minute. You know, we've helped and you all are going to say we have no rights again. And it was it was a very difficult uh, time for women. And um, what was the the issues that pushed it over to to where where you you could uh, receive all of the. The same rights as a man did. I, I think probably voting was one of the yeah. Was big that the things. main issue? I know that um, Harry Burns' mother. Yeah. She, um, I'm, I hope I'm getting this right, but she uh, realized that she had people that worked on her farm, mm-hmm. men, and she paid them. She was their employer, and she realized they had more rights in voting. And she did. Yeah, she, she was owned, a land. She had owner. the land and everything, yeah. and it was like, wait, wait a minute, because yeah. you know, eventually she had finally gotten where she could own land because mm-hmm. women used to not be able to own anything. And I think that was kind of a very defining moment from her. I've read something about it. It's been some time, so I'm trying to pull back in my memory some things I've read, but that that was a really spur spurred her on. And I think there is a monument to her in East Tennessee, maybe in Knoxville. Yeah, and and I think. Again, you know, with the war and President Wilson, and he was saying, you know, we're all about this and all of us together. And the women's suffrage movement was saying 50% of us are disenfranchised. You know, you are not, you're saying we're supporting you, and but you're not allowing us to have a say in anything that goes on with the country. Mm-hmm. You know, women didn't even have, they gave birth to their children. But they didn't even have rights to their own children. Could they put in the same category as as the uh, the slaves were back then? In some ways, you really yeah. the, there really wasn't Maybe. a whole lot of difference. Not quite as not not quite yeah. as bad. I would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't. I mean, uh, you know, I'd read a book recently about Martha Jefferson Randolph, and um, her her daughter was beaten to death, mm. and um, the, her son-in-law, you know, the daughter, you know, he wasn't going to have to pay criminally for doing what he did. But she was um, upset and she was like, I'm not, you know, because he was concerned about, you know, that the father-in-law and her brother were going to hurt him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, nobody's going to do anything. Just bring me the grandchildren, you know, and because he had all rights and he had the he wasn't going to get in trouble with the law for doing what he did so i mean there was you know the, there was a lot of things that went unanswered and it was just a really a sad to me a dark time for women well i think one thing too when you were talking about the impact um you kind of step back and look at it 
as, as the, the change that was coming as far as women voting. As Marzi mentioned, that was like, you know, half, 50%. So you think about you're adding, you're adding a whole, not, not that all women and women all don't vote the same, yeah. you know, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you vote a certain way, but you're, you're adding a huge voting block mm -hmm. and a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. So I can see among the, the men and among the, the people running, they, that was, and I, I think about now, I think that was just a few months, like right now, a few months before a presidential election. It's, it's pretty amazing that it happened. I mean, it's pretty amazing that they didn't try to drag it out to get it past yes. November. Do you think our forefathers, the ones who originated uh, the Constitution and, and, and uh, looked way ahead that, that they would, um, would they have carried on with the separations? Uh, do you think that the men were as much against the um, the equality. No, I don't. No. I think there were people probably that were. Yeah. yeah. I think I don't think you know. I think there were some that you know. It, it's clear there was a group in the writing the Constitution. They did not. They did not want. They wanted slavery out at the yeah. beginning, and they couldn't take care of it because they knew it wouldn't pass. They yeah. said we're going to have to do it later, which they did. Uh, with the Missouri Compromise, you know, when they yeah. talked about the different slave states yeah. coming in and, you know, balancing out. But they, you know, many of the framers of the Constitution wanted at the outset no slavery. Yeah. Now, was that because, of course, in the South, they had uh, all the work to be done. The economy. Yeah. And then you look at uh, uh, us marching west through the Indian territories and things like that, would this country have become as great as it is in the, the short time that, that, that it finally... Uh, I, I know each era has its own uh, way of dealing with things. And, and, and if you ever... I don't know. Uh, have you ever seen the How the West Was Won? Mm -hmm. Spencer Tracy... Uh, he, he, he tells about how everything uh, happened back then. And a lot of the dialogue that was used in that particular movie probably would not be allowed in, in today's oh, world. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. sometimes we want to take the day's standards and, and e equalize it to what happened back then. And you cannot do it. Right. I mean, it, it, it's actually impossible. And, and I, I hope that we get away from that conflict that they ha we have with it, and, and 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 today's world is today's world, and yesterday was yesterday's. That's world. right. That's and, right. And, and you you can't compare the two. That's right. Yeah. And and you know, talking about the founders and stuff. I mean, Martha Dandridge Custis Washington. She did everything with George Washington. She went with him on campaigns in the war. She helped stitch stitch the Wasn't soldiers' she clothes. Was she in that little ship as they were crossing? Uh, no, <laughs> oh, the okay. Delaware. Yeah. No, but yeah. she, she. I mean, she was there in the winter, and so she was cooking. She, they, she brought used her own money mm -hmm. to buy food source for the soldiers. She stitched their clothing. I mean, they. She was with him all the, uh, everywhere. He considered her an equal. Yeah. So there, there was a lot of people in the founders who did not look, see things the same way. Yeah. Uh, but they brought this whole idea of how they saw women's roles 
from, you know, brought it over with them from England. And it was, that's, it just carried over because one of the things that I'd read before um, in Native American Indian tribes, women were actually the ones that were in charge. Yeah. And so when we tried to acclimate the, the Indians to our society, to our ways, it hurt the the women because they were actually the ones that were over the their whole family, and we that we actually taught them no, it should be the other way, mm-hmm. and it hurt the, the the families in those in the tribes. Well, I know that uh, we couldn't have made it this far without the lady teachers yeah. that uh, really brought an education all the way across the country. It was mostly the ladies. I know a lot of men who are principals probably got a lot of credit, but I, I, I can tell you every teacher I had had a major influence in my life. Well, and, thank and you. I was a teacher for 30 years. I appreciate you that. You were? Yeah. I appreciate that comment. I don't think comment. you were my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I appreciate that comment. <laughs> yeah. All right, Karen. Um Let's talk about magic a little bit. <laughs> now, you say that you, uh, the magician that you've had over at your house, who is extraordinary as far as I'm concerned, I'm gonna mention his name. I never could catch him in, in his sleight of hand type uh, conflicts. Uh, can you uh, explain to me that you, you told me that you have actually figured him figured, out a no, little no, bit? No, no, just one. <laughs> just one time. No, he's been a friend of many years, Terry Hedges. Yeah. Give him a shout out. Yeah. Um, he's awesome. Um, d- d- doesn't he perform in Nashville? He is, he is at House of Cards Sundays and Thursdays. Yeah. So now where is House of Cards? That is, um, I believe it's 3rd Avenue, 2nd Avenue, okay. downtown Nashville. He's, right yeah. underneath, he's really good. <laughs> underneath the Johnny Cash Museum. So it's like a little oh, speakeasy. Wow. Little uh-huh. speakeasy. It's yeah. unmarked. So it's just like in the 30s when you're going down there. So oh. It's a really cool place. So he's there two nights a week. But uh, Did he he's allow uh, customers to get around him? Yeah, when I think he's at, doing the, his at yes. Yeah. And at right now, what they're doing is he's coming to your table. Okay. Oh, is he? Okay. Before that, you would walk around to the different magis- magicians. Yeah. And now they're coming to your table. Then after you eat, there's a place where you go in and they give you a 30 minute show, mm-hmm. like in a little theater. So is he allowed to play in Las Vegas or? Some of those gambling casinos. Oh, I think I think so. I'm not sure if he has. I, I think know, he's I know been. he's been to the White House. Yeah. He's oh, done really? things yeah. for uh, NFL training camps. Yeah. You know when they have things that they do to entertainment. So I, I'm I'm not an NFL fan anymore. <laughs> Anytime that someone does not stand for the national anthem, I cross them off well, my when list. Well, when you come to any DAR event. Yeah, you will see the flag honored. Yes, you will see people standing at every, at every one of our meetings. We say the pledge. Yeah, we sing the national anthem and we say the Americans Creed. Yeah, every one of the and we say the salute to the Tennessee flag. Yeah. And you will always see people and standing pray. <laughs> and revering the flag. So yeah. that's one of our big, uh, you know, we had a flag day dinner where we honor the flag each year. That's something we no, give sir. flags out at the. You know, during the Fourth of July, we'll give them out during Constitution Week. Uh, we just we make did sure that. the flag is 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 the, the symbol of what it what it all stands for, as the, as it says in the pledge, yeah. and for which it stands, mm-hmm. which you you can't even put into words well, what it stands God. for. And well, that's we what, did that's, that. That's a, that's a, that's what the DAR. You know, yeah. we have historic preservation, education, and patriotism are three uh, 
main focus areas and very proud of that so well, one thing though i don't understand about the dar you're the most patriotic organization in this country you yes. really are and and uh, how can you not say anything that you feel very strongly about politically you can as an individual yeah but as a dar member you, you're not supposed to it's so a you're supposedly utilizing that that uh, uh in in their opinion you're 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 utilizing the uh uh right to be in the D dar but um but as it's a nonpartisan organization, so as a member of the organization, yeah. you can't uh, come out and say that you're for or against a certain candidate or issues like that. But as a non-representative, mm -hmm. you have they encourage people to. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have ladies that are serving in political office on both both sides of the aisle. We have people that serve on election commissions. We have people that volunteer in elections, that volunteer with campaigns, just as themselves, not mm -hmm. as I'm so-and-so member of the DAR. I'm just a, an American citizen participating in, in the voting in my country or supporting the candidate of my choice. So that, Because this, this organization is, embraces all races, all creeds, I understand that. All political parties. So as a group, it's it doesn't take stands on things like that. Now, it's done things in Congress, like the DAR is credited with Constitution Week being celebrated in the schools. Mm -hmm. That's that's directly started by the DAR, and it's now a law that if you get federal funds, you have to celebrate, do something with the Constitution in a public school. So if you're a mayor of a major city in whichever... Uh, political group right. there is which I, we all know which all they are I'm, and this is me talking and, and if you're in Chicago or uh, Oregon or Washington or whatever and you're saying burn baby burn and you 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 don't protect the the real citizens in in those communities it, doesn't it aggravate the heck out of you how left they have gone i mean i don't even think it's even left it's it, just hard for me because i want to see people love this country yeah. it means the world to me it sometimes i get i tear up about things when i'm at events or when i really think about it and i go back and think about my ancestor whose name was daniel lawrence senior okay mm -hmm. came, came out of new york was a captain in new york in that colony and i think about what they went through and that they were considered traitors. Yeah. You know, they're trying to break mm -hmm. away from the mother country. Yeah. And I, I feel like I have a duty as his ancestor to to protect and keep going what he worked so hard, he and all the others, to, to start and to mm -hmm. see what America is and can become. America is a, it's, it, to me, it's more than a place. It's an idea. It's a mm -hmm. spirit. There's sure no other country like it in mm -hmm. the world. You know, you don't, you, you have the spirit of different countries, but the American ideal is what everybody is achieved wanting to come. They want to come here. They want mm -hmm. to become citizens. You don't see a lot of people from here saying, I want to go become a citizen of another country, not because it's not a good country, mm -hmm. but this, this American ideal. So I just, I want to see people love this country and if, and it's not perfect, but if there's something that you see you get out and work for positive change constructive change that's what i like to see 
Uh, you we see people who become citizens the right way in, in, in this country. And to be perfectly honest, I, I get so aggravated because with some people because the ones that come here, they know the value of, oh, of what they're receiving. I, I worked for four years with a, with a couple that was from Iraq. Yeah. Helped them with their English and helped them become citizens. We studied for the test. I went to their ceremony. It's mm -hmm. very moving if you've never been to a naturalization ceremony. Mm -hmm. It means everything to those people. Yes. They are crying. I was crying. Yeah. But these people still, I'm in touch with them. They're friends of mine. And they are constantly talking about how much they love America. Yeah. They love America. And you see athletes who are making millions of dollars, <laughs> have had it made most of their lives, yeah. and they can't even stand for, for the flag. It, it just absolutely, I will not support anybody. I, and I'll tell you, I, it, if everybody in the NFL uh, on each team, it just takes one for me, on each team, if they cannot stand, I will not support them one way. I will not watch a game. It's, it's just not going to happen. And uh, if the people would stand up for their countries like the, the GIs did over all the wars that we've been here, and, and, and they're the ones that really built and made this country along with the people, our forefathers, who, who wrote the Constitution. And, and if they cannot understand uh, how this country w was actually constructed, it's it just... It's just too bad. I know. And, and, and look what they're they're doing. I mean, they're living in the greatest country in the world, and, and, and they have all these admirers just because they have given certain physical abilities. No, no. <laughs> that's it for me. I was going to say, you mentioned the Flag Day dinner. Um, I, I was in charge of that, and we did a Flag Day Jeopardy. But also, I wanted to encourage everybody listening, if you've not watched um, Red Skelton, do the, oh, the breakdown the red college of the legions you yeah. got to see i remember oh, that yeah. as a kid and we showed that at the dinner it is still it's I powerful get, it is very powerful i get, get if you chill don't bumps. have tears and you have something wrong yeah you. i get chill bumps and and teared up every time i see that yeah. it's the most moving um explanation ever and i just yeah. i would encourage everyone to to see that it's very powerful all right we're going to take a quick break and We'll be right back with Marzi and Karen. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSradio.com. This portion of The Truman Show brought to you by Mapco. How do you feel about two for $3 Lay's or Cheetos? Well, what about uh, M&M's for just a dollar? Just a few of the handful of sweet deals that you'll find right now at Mapco. You'll be surprised at how they always have great deals for your everyday cravings. Don't forget to check out their My Rewards mobile app and earn points toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. The app available for both iPhones and Androids. Be sure to stop by and save at your local Mapco today. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Why move into a new house and, and leave a home that you already have memories with and, and sentimental value and we can come in and, and whether you want to totally remodel your house or if you just want to update your kitchen and bathroom, we can help with any of those things. So when we decided to redo the playroom, 
It was obvious. We called Faro Construction. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. Fair Construction Company. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Why join a credit union? Credit unions offer the same services as banks but are not-for-profit. Credit unions are owned by their members, not Wall Street investors. Credit unions are among the highest-rated services ever evaluated by Consumer Reports. Need another reason to join a credit union? If you join Heritage South Community Credit Union now through June 30th, you could win $2,500. Sounds like a good reason to me. Learn more at HeritageSouth.org. Insured by NCUA. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A large supply of heroin is off the street, thanks to multiple arrests made in Nashville, which should have an impact on heroin sales in Rutherford County. In addition to three arrests, three pounds of heroin, four grams of cocaine, one vehicle, and $2,500 in cash was confiscated. Admin Perez, Faustino Torres-Pena, and Christian Rodriguez are all facing multiple possession and drug trafficking charges. A group of burglars have been using crowbars to gain entry into at least eight Murfreesboro businesses, stealing cash, lottery tickets, and cigarettes. In at least six of the break-ins, the suspects are all wearing black hoodies, pants, gloves, shoes, and masks. Investigators say the burglaries have all been well-planned and thought out, and the suspects are in and out of the businesses before officers can get there. They also apparently don't care about security alarms or surveillance cameras. U.S. Census Bureau now sending census takers to visit homes that have not yet responded to the census. Counting people is an important activity because the number of people counted determines how much federal funding Murfreesboro and Rutherford County will get to support public safety, education, health care, roads, and a whole lot more for the next 10 years. City of Murfreesboro is urging residents to cooperate with census takers. Middle Tennessee State University awards guaranteed academic merit scholarship opportunities to first-time incoming freshmen based on ACT scores and GPA. Students must have a complete application on file with MTSU's admission office by December 1st to be considered for a scholarship. And with December 1st falling on the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, anything students need from high school counselors must be obtained before the holiday break. More information available on our website. WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad, across from the Ford dealer, host of the Truman Show live broadcast. One of the finest restaurants in Rutherford County at the top as the friendliest. It's like a magnet. You just draw people in here. It seems different here in Murfreesboro. It just seems like everybody is more welcoming. Open Monday through Saturday at 6.30 for breakfast and lunch, Thursdays and Fridays for dinner. Food is ready-made. You make it. Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad, across from the Ford dealer. 
Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions and a high around 90 degrees. Winds out of the north around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 76. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. From Sylvan Park Restaurant on Northwest Broad Street, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming online at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back. We have Karen Hudson and Marzi Woodward. And I have never heard the name Marzi in my life. <laughs> M A R Z E E? Yes. Wow. And, and, uh, Marzi is uh, going to relate back to you something that's it's very important uh, for her and also for us. Well, I was going to uh, talk just a minute about um, my family in that I like to delve into my family's genealogy. My um, mom and dad, my dad was uh, the president of the SAR in Dixon County. Uh, he was a genealogist. Sounds of the American Sounds Revolution. Sounds of the American Revolution. He was a genealogist, and anytime you had just a minute to talk to him, he would, you know, he'd say after the prayer was over at church, he turned to the, the man beside him, he said, have you ever heard of the SAR? And and do you know anything about your family's past? And uh, so he passed uh, March 8th due to cancer. Uh, but we have, we're, you know, very passionate, both, and my mom's in the DAR in Dixon. So um, I got to delving into some stuff because mom asked me to look at some stuff in her family. And since dad was no longer around, I started doing that. And we, uh, I found information about her great uncle, Dr. Philander Priestley Claxton. Any of the you that have uh, attended UT know of uh, the Claxton building as the education building at UT. He was also the president of Austin P. Um, there's a building located there that's named after him. And um, he was the commissioner of education. I believe he started in 1912. And, um, and so he served in Washington. But he, his first two wives had passed, and he married a, his third wife, and her name was um, uh, Mary Hannah Johnson. And she was a very intelligent young woman. She was the first publicly paid librarian in Nashville. She started the Children's Story Hour, the first in the state of Tennessee, um, sharing books with Nashville public schools. And she had the Carnegie Library that she was in charge of and became friends with Andrew Carnegie, actually. they, When they got married, he gave them a $1,000 gift um, when Philander and Mary Hannah were married. She also started the Dewey Decimal System um, as part of what she was doing there at the library. She, she was a very educated woman and did a lot of lecturing, and she lectured while Dr. Claxton was at uh, UT and did the summer schools there. But what I found very interesting was she was active in a lot of organizations, and I was 
thrilled to find out she was a strong uh, supporter of the suffrage movement in Nashville. And when she married Dr. Claxton, I believe it was 1912, she um, went to Washington, D.C., and she um, spoke in front of the U.S. Senate in 1913 and testified and for women in from the south and talked about how we're not fighting against the men we want to be helpmates we want to, our right to vote we want to have a say in what is going on around us and um have something you know we want to help our country and it was very important to us and so it was a a really nice speech that she gave or in her testimony so it was really exciting to me to find out that she was a supporter of women's suffrage. And so I want to tell everybody, find out about your ancestors because people are forgotten. One of the things is being a genealogist, when I've looked back at things and they'll have the name of who the father was and then they'll have mother unknown. And that makes me so sad that these women gave birth and nobody even knows their name, you know, of who the, the parent was. So I, she was a DAR member, actually Mary Hannah was. And I want to say, Go out, learn about your ancestors, learn about what they did in their life. And I was so excited to find out about Mary Hannah and Dr. Claxton. And before their death, he, they were working on a new alphabet system using phonics uh, as the guide. And he was extremely smart. He um, was, uh, did a lot of different things, too. But I want, uh, she was um, a relative of Dolly Madison. So I would just say get out there and learn about your family and uh, be proud of who you are and vote and vote that's right Vote in November that's right everybody should vote but ladies that are listening people worked hard for this yes vote don't take it for granted because that's one thing it can be taken can away forget because no. it means so much um, to know for for you uh, to start with because that's your responsibility each one of us has a responsibility to vote for the person that we feel like that, that could lead our, our, our nation. And, and we, we have seen so much controversy uh, as, as far as uh, Washington is concerned and each state is concerned. And, and, and you know that it, it's amazing how different states are like different countries. Uh, and, I, and, and I have never seen the difference reach out as much as it has in the last 8, 10, 12 years. I mean, it, it's remarkable how we've, ever, we've even been able to survive when you look at it because uh, we, we, we need people. First of all, before you vote, think about this country and what really makes it great and, and, and the people that are, uh, have the, um, the fortitude to do the right thing. And... I know that we, we keep hearing about who's going to vote for this and who's going to vote for that. And when you go in and you're able to uh, have your little, make your selection for all the, the particular candidates, it, it's between you and, and your Lord, and that's mm -hmm. it. But you need to know something about them. Just don't go randomly in and say, I like that name or whatever. But that was really important but to me. But don't watch television. Yeah, that's true. Forget television. Yeah, because there's, yeah. yeah, you'll get all kinds of stories. But yeah. it's important uh, to me. I, I decided it was important to become an informed voter. And that's what I started doing so that when I went in, 
to make a good decision because I, you know, I, after researching all these people and realizing what everybody went through to get me that right to vote. Um, I was saying when we were off air there for a minute, women, when they did the marching and stuff, they were beaten and, and put in jail and prison and such work camps because they were having these marches and they were, would arrest them for um, disrupting the sidewalk is what they would call it and so they would arrest and put them in jail surely that didn't happen in the south because we've <laughs> always held ladies to a higher standard well, it, and well, much higher than we are yeah well well they this was in washington dc but they yeah, were there you go. yeah disrupting the sidewalk and such and, and i think wilson was president at the time woodrow wilson but they um the ladies decided you know because they some of them were beaten and stuff. Some of them went on hunger strikes. And they were like, they're not going to tolerate that. So they would put tubes down their nose or their mouth and feed, force feed them. Mm -hmm. And it was terrible uh, what they went through. So there were a lot of people who paid a high price, not only in wars so that we could have this, but also just in these marches and stuff. Uh, like, I think if you count... Even back to when the country began, um, it's been a long time coming that women finally got that right. And it, interesting, you were talking about, they called, um, the early founders called our country the, the American experiment. This was an experiment, what they were trying to do. And I think it was very clever that they came up with how to lay out the government as they did. So. Well, you know, it's very interesting uh, when, when you say that. Nothing ever starts perfect, no. and you have to work and work and work, mm -hmm. and finally you get what you think is is the right mixture in the country, and you still have to keep on working. Yeah. It never stops. How do you get to be a DAR person? Well, if you can uh, trace your ancestry to to one who gave aid to the cause of the revolution, which doesn't necessarily have to be a soldier. Yeah. It can be a shopkeeper who helped the soldiers. It can be someone who supplied food. Mm -hmm. It can be uh, a female a patriot. <laughs> a female patriot. Mm -hmm. A spy, like Marzi said. It can be anyone that gave aid to the revolution. Now, who do they and contact? You can contact us. What we have a uh, people that help with genealogy. We have a website, Colonel Hardy Murphy, D A R. We have a public Facebook page, so you can leave messages there, and people have. Mm -hmm. And we contact you and let you know um, that we can start letting you know what you need to do and how we can help you. And you couldn't have a better organization. That's we're, what we're we very we're proud of it. very involved in community service. Yeah, that is a big thing with us. And one of the things I like, as I said, I was a t school teacher for 30 years, mm -hmm. is that we're very involved in trying to help the schools. One of the things that I'm I'm going to be working on is trying to get this video together, um, so that teachers can show this about children, to show the children about women's suffrage, and then also, um, you. Know, use the Jeopardy game, etc. online so that they can teach history. Uh, sadly, history, social studies, and science have are not as important as they used to be in schools. That that's kind of like if you have time cover this and that's that's a scary thing to me. But um yeah. anyway, so I like that we're so involved with schools and reading. You know, we've read to children, we we do all those kinds of things. Uh, I went in and did a class 
last fall I did a lot of stuff on veterans mm -hmm. and it was it went really well to talk to children about what yeah. veterans did for our country I love your organization I think anybody that has any patriotic blood in their veins um, they they have to uh, respect what you guys have done you really do all right, I guess that's it, Karen. Thank you. Marcy. <laughs> thank you, Trent. Yeah, we appreciate it. I enjoyed it. you. Well, thank very you. Very fun, always. <laughs> well, thank you, Truman. We appreciate you having us on. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at night. <laughs>